Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is Radio Influence. The future is now. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Welcome back to In the Trenches. This is Ian Beckles, and there's a lot to go over this week uh, in the NFL. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on all over the league, and then we're going to get back to our Buccaneers and what we're doing or not doing in free agency uh, and see uh, if you guys agree with me that uh, it seems like we're kind of running on a treadmill. Uh, Kareem Hunt just got... Uh, eight-game suspension. Uh, he's 23 years old. Everybody saw the video of Kareem Hunt. Go back and watch it again. I've watched it a lot, okay? Um, sometimes you watch videos. The first time, it looks heinous. Then in the 10th time, it looks maybe half as heinous. And in the 30th time, maybe a quarter. Um, I think this is one of those videos for me. Now, listen, you can't condone being an idiot. He was an idiot, okay? Now, you don't want to even really compare it to Ray Rice because that was some violent shit, okay? Ray Rice balled his hand and punched a woman like a man, okay? If you're watching that video, first and foremost, a young lady, and I say that, you know, with a grain of salt, uh, was coming at um, Mr. Hunt, Kareem Hunt. He didn't back up. Um, There was a slight push by both of them. Then Kareem Hunt runs into his boy who knocks the girl down. And here's where Kareem Hunt messed up. In, I guess he was just trying to prove his superiority, goes and kicks the girl. Now, this you're wrong, period, by kicking the girl, okay? He didn't kick her to hurt her. He just kicked her for to be macho or something like that because like the girl was fine, okay? That cost him a lot of damn money, a lot of respect, a lot of things. And eight games, is, you, just, you just can't really bitch and moan. You, you can't appeal it, okay? You put your hands on a woman, you can't appeal it. You're lucky you're being let back in the league. So, you know, the Browns that are, you know, arming themselves for I don't know what. They got a whole lot of talent over there. and They weren't that bad last year to begin with, and they got a obviously a, a great young quarterback uh, there. You know, Browns fans are excited, and I would be excited if I was on the Browns, Browns fan as well. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick just signed a, a, a new deal with the uh, Dolphins, and um, he has the ability to make $20 million in the next two years if he plays with incentives. Now, this is eighth team in 15 years. Um, now, that's that's crazy. Uh, I've never heard of such a thing. And it seems like Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of has an MO or an equation that he uses, or that's the way his you know career has gone. You show up to a team as a backup. You shine when you get your limited time to play. You look like a starter. Uh, then you go get paid somewhere else. And listen, good for you. Listen, retiring is not that easy when somebody's dangling that much money in front of you, okay? So they, you know, he's retiring. I'm not mad at him. You keep on playing till you can't play anymore. No, Nick Foles got a whole lot more money than that, and Nick Foles has kind of had some of the same you know, of an equation. And we'll see if Nick Foles is good enough to start 16 games and, and shine. He hasn't really proven that yet. Uh, the Dolphins shipped Tannehill over to Tennessee. 
I don't know if Tannehill's in any situation to bitch and moan about anything. Because you know what's funny, though? Uh, they put Tannehill's statistics next to Marcus Mariota, and they're almost identical. But I think people would look at those two uh, football players differently. So Tennessee has two mediocre quarterbacks. Congratulations. Now, I saw this morning that Donald Penn was released by the Raiders. Um, they're falling over there in Oakland. Uh, a lot of those veteran players just don't, listen, those veteran players just don't want to play for John Gruden. I'm just letting you know that, all right? And that's just the way it's going to be. John Gruden has to bring in some young players who don't know any different, and that's why he has all those draft picks. Whether he molds them or not, we'll see. Um, the Antonio Brown thing is going to implode. I'm just letting you guys know that. Uh, Donald Penn, there's not much we can do with him here. He's at the end of his career. Uh, if it was four years ago, I would say go get him. But we just inked Donovan Smith for a whole lot of money. So um, I, don't know if Don, I don't know if Donald could play right tackle. If he could, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Uh, Tariq Hill um, can't stay out of trouble. You know, his, there's an investigation for battery of his child, I guess, allegedly. And I, don't, I didn't see it, but uh, I guess his kids may have broken his arm in a situation. Uh, I mean, it's really hard to comment on something you don't know any details about. But the NFL has very little tolerance, okay, for bull crap. <laughs> they really do. And with a kid, they're going to have zero tolerance. So the Chiefs, they can't seem to stay out of trouble. Um, and, you know, you, you look at the Chiefs and the Steelers, and they are, you know, historically two teams that really don't get in much trouble. And it seems like they've been getting in more trouble than anybody else these last couple of years. So we'll see how that whole thing. Tariq, Tariq Hill's a hell of a freaking football player. He might be the most explosive wide receiver in the NFL. That's very possible. So if they have any situation with him, that's definitely going to hurt that team over there in in Kansas City. Now, uh, Russell Wilson was on uh, Jimmy Fallon the other day, and Jimmy Fallon asked him if he wants the biggest contract ever for a quarterback, and he said, yeah, that'd be cool. Now, Seattle's got to be smart with this because Russell Wilson, who is a very durable football player, you know, he's going to be the guy that, he might hit the. He might get the franchise next year. Then maybe one more time, and then tell you guys, "Adios, I'm out." He might do that. If I was them, if I was them right now, and go to the drawing board and just get him inked for a, as many years as he wants, make it cap friendly, uh, and just get the average to the highest guy, and just put a bunch of guaranteed money. Do it now. I mean, uh, you don't want him out there because you know, Russell Wilson is on the way to the Hall of Fame. I think he has the second best uh, QB rating of all time, I think behind Aaron Rodgers, and that's it. And if Russell Wilson goes out in the open market, I'm not sure he doesn't make $50 million. You know how marketable Russell Wilson is? First of all, he's, he's married to Sierra, which makes him automatically more marketable. But Russell Wilson makes everybody better around him, okay? You don't want to lose that football player. So keep our eye on that. He just said he's not going to mess with it. And he's he's that guy. Russell Wilson, he's one of those guys that I, I don't even know if he needs football. I'm not even sure he needs football. I think he'd be successful regardless. He could act or do whatever the hell he wants, that's for sure. Um, Johnny Manziel, the great Johnny Manziel, that got kicked out of the whole CFL, is now resurfacing in the AAF. I haven't watched the AAF in the last couple of weeks, and I don't really miss it. Uh, I don't really hear anybody saying they're watching it and disliking it or liking it or anything. So 
Uh, I get jo- Johnny Manziel probably got kicked out of that league on purpose to know he wants to come back here to the States and play in the AAF. Probably making more money now. Um, I know his thing is he's just he's not a very mature person. Okay, so I don't know how that's going to work. We'll definitely keep our eyes on that. Now I have the uh, if anybody ever wants to email me, it's Ian Beckles at radioinfluence.com. I have Garrett King here, and I'm going to kind of. Scroll here through here real quick. I'm a Bucks fan uh, from Columbus, Ohio. I've been listening to your podcast. Uh, I hear a lot of people talk about O.J. Howard, his durability issues uh, since he's finished the last two years on IR. And basically the question is, uh, do you have durab- durability problems if you don't finish the season? The answer is yes. Uh, the, only, the only way durability is measured, okay? Uh, I'm going to give you some durable players. Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks never missed a season, ever. Never missed a game either, by the way. Paul Gruber. Paul Gruber played 10 straight seasons without missing a snap. Tony Mayberry played nine straight seasons and didn't miss a start. That's durable. If you play your first two seasons and you you end up both of your first two seasons on IR, in my ninth season with Philadelphia, my ninth, that was the last year I played, I played every snap. And this kid is 22 and he can't finish the season? Is he durable? Nope. Durability's measured? Nope. It's just like strength and speed. And is it a big deal? Yeah, it's a big deal. Not everybody's body's built to do that. A lot of it's genetics. Derek Brooks has to be blessed genetically to to have played as long as he did and not missed a game or have a surgery. Derek Brooks has never had a surgery. I don't know how the hell that happened. But I, I think a lot of it's genetics, and you, should we be worried about it? Absolutely. Because there's going to be a time where the Bucks, well, maybe maybe not, but there'll be a time where the Bucks hopefully are being in the playoffs, and if you're on IR, you're not helping nobody. But right now, that's not, uh, that's not going to be the problem. Now, looking back to this offseason with the Buccaneers, it started off really with a bang with Bruce Arians coming in here, uh, Todd Bowles, um, then they brought in Byron Leftwich, and they brought in a bunch of assistant coaches, and everybody was happy about the progress and where everybody was going. And uh, I don't know if people are quite as happy now with free agency and that first and second wave going and what the Bucks did and didn't do. Um, if you look at what they've gained and lost, okay, uh, we we are way behind the eight ball. I mean, it's not close. Well, you know what we gained? Not a known commodity. You brought in probably five or six guys that we're hoping can play better than they have. I mean, that's not what free agency is about. Free agency is about bringing somebody in and penciling them in and go, there you go, there's a player like JPP. That's, that's, a, that's a move. We released Vinnie Curry. Good move, probably. They've been released on Ryan. Good move, probably. But we didn't replace him with nobody. They re-signed uh, Rakim Nunez Rocha. I don't even know who that is. I really, seriously. They brought in uh, Andre Ellington. Like, once again, stop me when I'm supposed to get excited here. Anytime you can stop me. They bring in Dion uh, Buchanan. Uh an undersized safety slash linebacker, Devontae Harris, a wide receiver. I mean, these are guys, Devontae Harris, a corner. These are guys that maybe you've heard of before, but just look at them statistically. They don't do nothing. Then they brought in linebacker Shaquille Barrett. Okay, statistically, five sacks, I think, and 
you know, 30 tackles, great. I mean, but we, there's no, there's nobody changing anything uh, uh, for free agency. We're, we haven't changed anything. We've lost a lot. We lost Quan Alexander. That's a big deal, people. It's a big deal, period. We lost Humphreys. You know, that was Jameis, you know, that was his go-to in the crunch. We lost him. We didn't replace him by then. We didn't replace him with anybody. So... To see other teams out there, championship teams, teams that are 10 and 6 and 11 and 5, getting better during free agency, and we're sitting and getting worse. Um, I mean, if you look at the way this team is constructed and you have to give Jason Light a grade, it's F. To have two 5 and 11 seasons in a row and to have almost no money to spend in free agency, and you got a team like the Colts that have 80 something million dollars and 100 million dollars with the Jets, and we say, okay, they're getting better and we're getting worse. I don't know how anybody retained their job, to be honest with you. We'll see how it turns out. There's still some free agents out there, Dominican Sue's out there, um, uh, Jared Cook's out there, uh, Justin Houston's out. I mean, there's still football players out there. We can't do nothing, we don't have any money. We have no money, and we haven't changed our football team at all. So brace me when the football season comes up, when everybody's being optimistic, because I'm, I'm not going to, not with what we've just been through and what we've done in the offseason. And I don't want to give a rat's ass who they bring in here in the freaking draft. That's not how you get better. If you look back at the, at the, in the Buccaneer history and you tell me, and you tell me five Buccaneers that were good as rookies, okay? I was a rookie. I started 16 games. I wasn't good. Warren Sapp wasn't good his rookie year. John Lynch wasn't good his rookie year. Rondé Barber wasn't good his rookie year. Even Paul Gruber wasn't good his rookie year. So you can't build a team of rookies. You can't do it. You can't do it. Bruce Arians is not going to be here forever. So we got to figure out a way with, to win with veterans. And that's not the way they seem to be building this thing. Anyways, if anybody has any questions for me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Uh, I do this podcast every single Monday. Uh, for those of you who like uh, sports radio, Ron and Ian, every day, 95.3 FM and 620 WDAE from 3 to 7. Uh, we talk a little bit about everything. We talk about food. We talk about uh, women. And, uh, you know, it's not just boring sports because I could get boring sometimes. But I'm, I'm happy that you guys love football like I love it and it never stops and um, I'm going to keep on doing this every Monday until you guys stop listening so have a wonderful week and please stay out of trouble peace out you have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence this is a sitting ringside with David Penzer quick fix on Radio Influence I am very happy to have him on City Ringside, and that is the quintessential stud muffin, Joel Gertner. Here's what I do know. What is black has a small dick and hangs down? I don't know. A bat. (laughs) Now, what is of fairer color has a big dick and hangs up? uh, You got me. Sitting Ringside with David Penzer can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.